I can almost guarantee that you weren't perched in front of a mobile phone like some children may be today. What games did you play outside? I have the fondest memories of playing uh, Hayaki with my little sister and our neighbour, going over to my neighbour's place and chilling out, maybe playing Barbies or something like that. It was always good having a sibling because, you know, we could kind of, we could kind of do what we wanted to. We weren't really watching TV. I think from five o'clock we were allowed to watch a little bit of TV or maybe prior to five. I can't remember. But what did you do after school or on the weekends? How did you keep yourselves busy? one three hundred triple two nine three six. What about your kids at the moment? Are they on their screens a lot? And is it starting to be a little unavoidable? Maybe they're constantly asking for the phone or for the iPad. Maybe they are still playing trees. I'm keen to hear from you. Jill Sweetman is an education specialist and she joins me now to talk about the importance of a portfolio of living. Good afternoon, Jill. Oh, good afternoon, Lucy. It's lovely to be with you again. Oh, it's great to have you on Drive. So what is a portfolio of living? That sounds like something I want right now. (laughs) I think I do too. I really think it is a a wonderful um, range of experiences to which we can expose our children and to almost make a record of that. And I wouldn't go so far as to say that, you know, the earlier we think about this, the better, particularly if I think about high school children. As you well know, children in year 11, year 12 are looking for admission to universities and they have to write a CV. I would love to think that that CV began when they were in primary school and that that was really contributed to in a range of ways all the way through their high school career. And so when it comes to what, you know, that nice CV would look like, I mean, what would you see on there? I would certainly be looking for how children have learnt to volunteer, how children have learnt to contribute to family. You know, I don't think that people understand that even just family meals, having children contribute to chores in the house and contribute to the making of family meals. Uh, Dr Philip Zimbardo from the US says that Children who have less than three family meals a week are four times likelier to use tobacco and twice as likely to use alcohol. Now, that doesn't that sounds a little strange, perhaps, when we think of the context of just the family home. But children are picking up all the time of how their parents go about doing what they do and also the contribution that they really want to make the purpose that they can contribute to a family. Why is that? I mean, what what do people get out of sitting around a dinner table and, and talking to their parents and their siblings? They get the opportunity of hearing adults interact. They have the opportunity to learn to speak, to learn to present. And when children now, uh, even at high school, they're off often asked to do presentations as part of any of their courses and they need to learn how to articulate and how to put stories together and how very important that is. And may I share, I have a beautiful young lady who my tutor and I, she's in year 11 and I only found out the other day that she is the Australian representative 
for a particular activist organisation looking at human rights, and she is going to present to the United Nations in a couple of days. Isn't that wonderful? Wow, that's awesome. It's terrific. And I look at that and I think, isn't that fantastic? She's at a, a public school. She, her parents are... You know, just the regular family, as much as I like to think that they're very special. And uh, they've encouraged her interest in looking after everybody. And she's found that particular forum. And that is something very special that she can put on her CV for her um, pre-admission university. Mm. When it comes to getting your kids, your young people interested in things like that, how do you do it? How do you get them interested in volunteering? Lucy, I think it's in our own backyard. You know, how do we contribute to a family meal? How do we contribute to chores? How do we stand by mum and dad and grandparents when they're at the sausage sizzle uh, at, the, at the school fete or even just monitoring and watching how they go about their day-to-day work. But hasn't, Lucy, hasn't COVID been a lovely opportunity for children to get to know what their parents do? Yeah, and it has parents, actually, hasn't it? They Parents probably don't have a choice. They have to tell their child <laughs> everything that they're doing. <laughs> not, not much is left aside. But I think what we're really looking for here is that we are developing the character of our young people. And that character comes from the family environment. It comes from children taking an interest in just helping others. It might Not every child can be part of the student council or be a prefect, but they can certainly contribute at every lesson. You know, they can always contribute when they're playing with their friends and always contribute to help another child read. And... There, there is so much that we can do that sometimes we underplay it. And I'd love to share this story with you. I had a lovely young man from university, and believe it or not, these were petroleum engineers that I had at the time. And I had them thinking about being volunteers because I wanted them to consider their particular role in community and how they would relate to their future employers. And he took him a little while to work it out, but he said, well, you know... Um, I, used, I work at, a, at an RSL club. When I go back home and I'm working uh, near his country town, he said, when I finish my shift, he said, I get in my car. And he said, I don't go straight home. He said, I go past the local pub because I know that's closing time. And I know that probably a couple of my football buddies and my school buddies will be walking out of that hotel, probably having had a little bit too much to drink. So he said, I pick them up and I take them home. Oh, that's so kind. That is... That is really, really lovely. Jill Sweetman is my guest. She's an education specialist and we're talking about how to get your kids interested in volunteering or maybe just time away from the screen, whether it's your children, your grandchildren or the young people in your life. one three hundred triple two nine three six. What did you used to do after school? Jill, can you remember what you used to do when you uh, when you finally finished school as a kid? For me, it was always chasings or something like that outside with my sister or Barbies, which we love to play. Uh, I hate to tell you that I had the original Barbie, Lucy, and I gave it away. Oh, I, could, no. I could retire now if I still had it. <laughs> I bet. How much would that go for? Oh, goodness only knows, but I, I was always taught to look after my things so I can tell you I can still picture the original cardboard box that came in so uh, let's not go any further I still cringe and think that I could be well retired (laughs) but um, 
look, I used to help my mother and we used to bake cakes and even as a little tot, I used to go to work with my dad. My dad uh, uh, used to be the superintendent of the SL oil terminal at Balmain and Mascot and I used to hold his hand and I'd be walking around oil puddles and I'd watch the way he interacted with the tanker drivers and then when I went back to the office, I'd be drawing on the chalkboard uh, and doing little, um, you know, little sums and things like that. I, I learned an awful lot just by observing my parents. Yeah, I think we all did. Well, we probably all do, and I think I learnt so much from my parents. Definitely, you know, cook as many meals as you can at home, and it's certainly cheaper that way. Uh, I know not everyone's that lucky. Jill, it's been so good to talk, though, and, uh, yeah, maybe you can dream tonight of that beautiful Barbie. You probably won't be able to get it out of your mind. <laughs> well, I think if we could leave on a lovely note, and that is a, a lovely saying, which is bloom where you are planted. Mm. And I think if we think about wherever we are in life, whether it's at home or whether it's outside, there is always something that we can learn and something where we can contribute. Absolutely gorgeous. Jill, thanks for your time. It's a pleasure. Always lovely with you, Lucy. Jill Sweetman there, education specialist, talking about... Uh, what you can, I guess, be teaching your children when they finish school or on the weekends, how you can keep them entertained and away from their, the phone or maybe the screen. It's a quarter to 